Hey everybody, welcome to the Blue Collar Built Podcast, a show about two brothers who are sharing their experience as they're going through it. How's everybody doing? I am your host, John, joined by my youngest brother and co-host, Jake. What's up? We are back in the full swing of our season. We're concrete guys, for those of you who are new and don't know what uh, what we do, but a majority of what we talk about is related to working with our hands like to talk about different life lessons that we learned and essentially this is just this is our story and uh, you can catch it on audio just about everywhere podcast wise um spotify apple podcast google podcast audible we're also on video um on youtube so if you want to check out the video and you can reach out to us on facebook and instagram at the blue color built podcast or you can leave us comments in in youtube we love hearing from everybody so was cracking we had a big big week but it was fast and furious for sure yeah this is long days very long days because we had um we're supposed to get rain on thursday and we had the opportunity to pretty much get done what we had set out for five days and three so we we took the opportunity to do that i'll post pictures of the work we did this week here so you guys can see um, it was, yeah, it was fun, fun week, busy week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did, uh, we did a patio that was surrounded by retaining walls. So that was all hand work and pump truck. And yeah, that was a interesting one for sure. Mm-hmm. And we did, uh, lady had a driveway that was sinking by her house and was getting water in her house. So we tore that part of her driveway out and helped her out there poured that back and got it back up where it was supposed to be. So that one wasn't terrible. No, we did that one pretty pretty quick. We did do that one pretty quick. Picked up some more some more work, hopefully. Bit yeah, out a ton like you bit of work. A ton of work. Bit out a ton of work. I think I bit out six jobs just since Wednesday. Yeah, that's a lot. So and we got a fun one this week. Yep commercial city sidewalk and if you've ever been to council bluffs all of our commercial city sidewalks have these brick ribbons on them and we have to play with those which isn't the funnest but definitely doable yeah so we get it done um so this week we kind of want to talk about something that jake and i talked about earlier in this week um it's something that he said to me and it kind of stuck with me throughout the week. And that was, um, trying not to be necessarily in the present, but focusing on the future and how that kind of helps with your mental a little bit, yeah. which we talk about a lot. It, it helps with the balance for me because living in the present is good, but then like present if you have present problems, you should deal with those, obviously. But if you're looking for like a good headspace, think about good thoughts for the future. Like where where are your goals are your goals, you know, achievable for where you're at right now, mm-hmm. and all these things, you know, because there's two different ways I look at it. I mean, you can look into the future, and there's bad things like that are going to give you anxiety, that are going to make your head spin and turn, and all these things like death, mm-hmm. death of loved ones, like worse like worst case scenario like if i miss this now then my life in the future is going to look like shit 
I try to avoid all those things. Okay. And when I'm feeling down, I definitely try to look to the future and, you know, paint a picture of what I want it to look like. And it usually puts me in a good headspace. And the only reason I really brought that up to you this week is because I've been feeling more anxiety in my life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's nothing that I can't fix in my own headspace, which is a good thing. Yeah. So one thing you brought up that I kind of want to ask about is like death. Do you think about do you think about death a lot? Uh, I try not to. No. Okay. I mean, obviously. But when but. I do, because this is, yeah, just straight honesty for me. I used to think about death quite a lot, and being religious helps with that, because then it's like, well, this isn't the end. Right. But when you're not religious, then that kind of is like, oh, well, then everything's just done. Right. But that's not the outlook I have, because this universe was started by something. Absolutely. And that something gives me hope. So you don't even have to be religious to really get a, a peace right no i get what you're saying you know what you, I mean? yeah so there's something bigger. something after this because something bigger than us obviously yeah took place i mean for the most part anybody who listens knows kind of where i'm at as far as you know i'm catholic practicing catholic and so i believe in something after life and for me that's heaven and hell and yeah which i you know that's yeah. where i found comfort Right. Early in my life, when I when I did think about death, mm-hmm. but now that I'm not really on, I don't want to say on board because that sounds horrible, but whatever. I'm not. I don't have that outlook. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just knowing that all this had to come from somewhere makes me have comfort. So, at least for me, um, how I try and look at it is. I'm putting in the work now because there's something after this. I don't know what that is or what this life all entails for me, but I do know that what I'm doing now is going to have some effect on what happens after. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, that's a good way. That's a positive spin on looking at it. I mean, I don't, I think about death sometimes, but it doesn't make me, anxious makes me very anxious because i look at it in not in like i'm going to die but because i look at everything in my life as kind of step by step things happen as they're supposed to happen i believe um Mm -hmm. and we have a choice on what we do with that and so when i think about death i think about well you know okay if it's time then it's just time like I don't I'm it doesn't it doesn't concern me because anytime I go kind of down the darker side of that um I'm able to like rationalize myself because it's like okay if if that is it then it's it it's supposed to happen that way or I also pull myself out by going no I I have a burning feeling inside of me that what I'm supposed to do while I'm here is not done yet. So it's not time. Yeah. It doesn't mean I go out looking for different ways to, you know, risk my life, but I also know that what I'm supposed to do isn't complete. Yeah. Right. And that, yeah, I mean, I used to have that, uh, um, that space where, you know, you think something happens and you're like, okay, that's, 
you know, supposed to happen. I don't have any control over. Is that what you're trying to say? Or yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to say I don't like that, but I, I try to stay away from that because I think about all the horrible things that have happened to people mm-hmm. and I can't wrap my mind around why it's happening to them. Well, and that's where religion's helpful yeah. for that. But when you're not religious, it's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? That person yeah. died, got cancer at 40. Right. They could have lived for 40 more years. What's the answer to that? Right. Well, and it's stuff like that that I guess I have to from my religious standpoint, I have to look at it and go, there's a reason for, for situations like that. Yeah, you see, know, I if, just can't get there. If people, if nobody had cancer, how would we, I look at it as we need things like that in order to advance what we're able to do medically. Right. And not to go down a super crazy tangent here, but mm-hmm. If we, if we don't have the negative things in our lives, how are we supposed to learn how to use the positive things in our lives? Yeah. I feel like we would take a lot of things for granted if we didn't have these. Is it fair? No. I'm not yeah. saying that, but mm-hmm. life isn't fair. I mean, No, life isn't fair. You're right. It's it's just something, the, the sooner you accept that, the sooner you can move on from it. And, and I guess when I was saying, like, things happen for a reason, that is my positive take on it. Um, yeah, for I, sure. And I wasn't trying to. I definitely don't like. I'm not going to not live my life because I think everything's predetermined, right? I think. Yeah, because there's there's just no way. Yeah, you can't just sit and expect something to happen. No. That's why I said, as things happen, we have a choice, and as we decide which choice we make with whatever happened, you know, for example, okay, since we're on the topic, death of a loved one, how do I handle that? Do I crawl into a hole and not live my life? Or do I go, okay, I'm going to dedicate, you know, something in my life towards this person who had a big impact, you know? And, and I think if you look at it and choosing one of those two ways, then it kind of helps you understand a little better. Yeah, there's comfort in that. Yeah. It sucks. You can't take away the suck, but that's life, right? Yeah. So, kind of get off the topic of death here because yeah, it is a little depressing. depressing. Um, what What are some other like positive ways, like not living in the presence? How do you How do you personally like focus? You know, I guess you had mentioned goals, but is yeah, there anything else? Really... You, I mean, that's pretty generic. Everybody should have goals, I think. Well, I just know I haven't done a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. And thinking about or picturing me achieving some of those things makes me really happy. Oh, okay. I get you. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I don't have a family. Right. Me picturing myself with a family and all these things makes me happy. Because I, I know when I get to that point, I am going to be really happy. Right. And it's something that I can strive for in the present. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a give and take. That's awesome. Talk yeah. to me when you have a two-year-old, though. Yeah, see, those <laughs> things make me not want to. <laughs> but, you know, that's an, that's another thing that's, you know, you can. My brain just went. Um, Trust me, having a kid is very enjoyable, no matter how rotten they yeah, are. Yeah, like, I know I'm going to love this. Sh- like, right. I don't know. Yeah. 
You don't you don't take it don't for granted. For it. You might you might bitch and complain about them sometimes. That's gonna be a pain in my fucking ass. Yeah. But I'm also gonna love that pain in my ass. Right. So that's you know. Yeah. It's a give and take. What yeah. what I find enjoyment in that kind of area, especially since I do have kids, is is kind of on the topic we're at. I love what my kids are doing, and for the most part, they're very good kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they're ornery sometimes, but that's just in kids' nature. What I am excited for is year after year seeing what their future holds for them. Yeah. Because I know what it was like being, you know, especially like my teenage daughter. Like I remember being 14 and going, thinking I I knew what life was. Yeah, and nothing. You know nothing. You know about nothing life. about life at girl. all. <laughs> and you think you have it figured out. I mean, even I would say I probably carried that mentality up until my early 20s when I just decided there's I I just you just got to live life and you got to kind of focus on what's to come next and what you're going to make come next. So Mm -hmm. I find enjoyment about seeing what they become and how their outlook on the future changes year after year and watching them grow. It's kind of like having a cat or a dog and seeing how they change from puppies or kittens to when they're yeah. older and what they do. Mm-hmm. Except for this one, these ones can talk back to you. Yeah. Which isn't fun. Yeah. And you're a vital part of how they succeed in life. I believe. Yeah. I, for the most part, I mean, as a parent, that's your responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately not all parents are like that, mm-hmm. especially in, in today's day and age with technology and stuff. And it's easier just to, you know, give your kid a phone or a tablet or whatnot yeah. and just well they have zone so much out. more information even, yeah even your daughter i mean she i know he knows 10 times as much as i did you know when i was her age you know what i mean absolutely and that's kind of a scary outlook on the future because <laughs> we've we've talked about this before right like it's hard enough to be 18 years old and staring down the barrel of college and trying to figure out what you want to do with Uh, your life that's a horrible okay imagine being in junior high with the access to technology that they have whether you you know you can limit it but that doesn't mean a friend of theirs doesn't have a phone that they're able to look at you know what i mean like their kids and she hangs out with people regularly she's gonna find out all this shit either way absolutely and i can't imagine trying to process that stuff in a rational way as a kid because kids are irrational yeah. for the most part, unless you they they only know what to do comfort wise. I feel like that's how kids look at their futures. I need to do what makes me comfortable in this moment. Yeah, that's how I lived a majority of my life, believe right. it or not. Even in college, like I would take classes that made me feel comfortable. I would not take classes that made me. If I had to go up and speak in front of people, I ain't taking that class. Right, but. but if, that's so good for you to go do that, though. It, it really is because when you're looking, when you're not focused on what is presently going on and you mm-hmm. look at your future, you realize you have to put yourself in certain situations that make you you're uncomfortable. G- you're going to hit eventually in your life. You're going to hit a wall of anxiety and stress that mm-hmm. you got to go through. Yeah. You have to. Yes. And then you're going to feel great on the other side of Ab- it. Absolutely. So you can let it stack up, but it's going to be fucking very hard to go through that wall. Right. Or you just take it one step at a time, get uncomfortable, you know. 
And I'm still practicing that. I don't like doing uncomfortable things. Nobody does, but nobody does. But but you, you should attack them though. Absolutely. You should have the mentality of attacking. Absolutely, them. because the next time something becomes uncomfortable, you already know how your body's gonna react yeah. to that, and that's. And then you can think, oh wait, this is gonna suck for a little bit, but since I already went through it, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and you feel really good afterwards. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, you feel great, and then and what's what's funny is, um. Anytime something like that happens to me, like I notice that the the struggle generally lasts longer than the after effect for me. Yeah. Because then there's always the next step. Because in life, yeah. ideally, you want to level up. And if we're talking about looking into the future, like, I, you know, I've said it before, I have big, big goals in my life that I want to hit. And each time I get closer and closer to those goals, my life is leveling up and each tier of those levels has its own set of struggles that I have to deal with. And if I'm just consistently living in the present or looking at the past struggles in a negative way, I'm not figuring out, you know, how to take on those new challenges. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a good, good thing to be present with. Um, cause there are, there are kind yeah. of negative, um, side effects to consistently just focusing on what the future is and not being in the present. You can kind of go into what I would call, you know, la la land. Like you, you always might have this picture of yourself or your future that you enjoy, but if you're not executing now, you're not going to get to those things. Yeah. So I think on the flip side, it kind of is like a happy medium. Like you focus on your what your future is, but you have to execute in the present. Yeah, and typically what I do, I love our work, but I mean, some days I'm just like, God damn it, you know, every you have it too. It's hard work. It's hard work. That's when I'm like looking into the future. When mm -hmm. I go home, I wanna be in the present because when, I, when I'm just sitting, then my thought, I, my, my thoughts can go anywhere, mm -hmm. you know? That's when that death thing creeps in, all these things. When I'm focused on whether it's, you know, just hitting balls in my net or playing video games, when I'm not doing anything, mm -hmm. I try to live in the present because then you get enjoyment out of that. Right. You know, I'm hitting balls. I'm really focused. I'm not thinking about anything else but just hitting this ball or playing this game. That's. But, but recently, I haven't been, I've been more like you mm -hmm. where I sit down and I'm playing this game. And I can't focus on the fucking screen. Yeah. Because my thoughts are just, which is weird. It's a new for me. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to like really focus. I guess I'm practicing just focus, focusing on what I'm doing at the present time. And that's a good, that's a good way to look at it because I, again, I've been dealing, I deal with that. That's not something we talk about it. Like it's something that's going to end. And I have accepted that that's just how my life is going to um, be. Yeah, I'm Do trying I to train feed into it or not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to train myself because I can't. It's hard to control your brain when it's spiraling. Yeah. That's where you got to have focus. You got to understand, oh, I'm putting all these thoughts in my head. I just really need to, you know, just get lost in whatever I'm doing. Right. Whether it's a TV show for you or mm -hmm. whatever you like doing when you get home. Yeah, right. and that's a and that's a good thing. I mean, that's something I've had to learn what those are for me. No different than anybody else because just sitting there and and 
doing nothing for me is detrimental. Yeah. You know, that's why everybody's like, oh, you're always doing something. Like, why don't you slow down? No, if I, it's going to be a thousand times worse if I slow yeah. down. Yeah. You know, I'm not staying busy just to stay busy. I'm doing something that's going to better my situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm gung ho all the time, but there's definitely times where I need to be down. And those are the times where I need to realize where I need to put my focus in the present, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And you're, you're distracting your brain from everything else when you're, when you're working and you're, and you're, you're constantly going, mm-hmm. you're trying to distract yourself, right? Yes. From thoughts. I don't know. Absolutely. So for me, one of the things that, that brings in my anxiety when I'm thinking about the future is what happens if I slow down. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword for me. Because mm. if I slow down, then those thoughts come in that I'm not doing anything, even though there are definitely times, and I will admit that I'm not the greatest at this, where my body does need to be down. Like, I need to be down. Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't have unlimited batteries. No. You don't. No. As much as I would love to say that yeah. that's possible. I mean, I a lot of times I force myself through, which is... I mean, that's just life, mm-hmm. especially as a business owner. I mean, you, you just have to suck that up sometimes, but that doesn't mean you have to kill yourself. No. You know, you should be working towards not a balance because life's never going to be balanced for you. Um, but what you should be working for is if you're putting in the hard work, you should be working towards a time where you can choose when to be down and when not to be when Mm -hmm. like, especially in business, like in the early stages, you don't really get that choice. You have to go out, you have to work your ass off. You have to put in the hours to do it. And then eventually if you're lucky enough, you get to hire some people. Mm -hmm. You still have your, your thumb on the pulse of everything because it's your business and it's your responsibility, but you get to delegate some of the other stuff. So at that point you do get to give, get that little bit of, peace of mind and that rest yeah. that, that somebody else that you trust is taking care of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's really important. I, I think I might tend to not focus on the future too much. Cause I believe that's really important if you want to achieve your goals, Absolutely. but, but there's a weird, which is, this is why I liked what you said so much for me. I'm not in the future all the time or in the present. Like I'm I'm kind of in la la land sometimes in my head where I'm not, I'm thinking about so many different things that have nothing to do with present or future. Yeah, they're not lining up. It's just whatever. No, it's just like, it's it's almost like what ifs, you know? We've, we've kind of talked about oh, this man. before. See, some I'm... of my weird, some of my weird thoughts, like, I don't know, you know, in the winter time, I, one, one time I had a truck parked out front and my driveway has a little bit of an incline on it. And I remember one of my trucks, like it was snowing and I parked on top of the snow and my truck slid like out into the street. And once that happened, every time it would snow for like the next like six months straight, mm-hmm. like my mind would get all paranoid. Like, Oh, what if my truck's sliding out? What if my, you know, stuff just weird shit like that yeah yeah i don't i don't occupy that those what ifs very i mean i 
I try not to anymore because I notice I notice when they're happening oh. now. It's usually I because I know like if I'm doing the right things, it's out of my control, whatever happens. So then like that takes it away from me. Like I have an escape route there. It's like, well, I did all the right things. Mm-hmm. If it happens, it, it's going to fucking happen. Right. And that that is something that I'm trying to teach myself right there, because for the most part, I try and execute to the best of my ability to know that all, all, the, do. all the things are going right. Um, I think we've had, we had a discussion about this a couple podcasts ago. You can't control everything. And unfortunately for me, the way my brain works, those what ifs come in because I do try and still control everything. Yeah, exactly. I execute on, on everything that I do. But then my, I, for whatever reason, I still allow my brain to go to these places. And that is something that I desperately try and work on the most right now because you'll go crazy you will you will literally go insane trying to do all that Mm -hmm. and that's takes us back to that's those are the times where you need to focus on your future handle it then if it arises deal with it as it comes up and not not try to figure out how to solve a problem that's not a problem about that like three weeks ago right yeah so that's a i mean that's that's huge I don't, I mean, I guess some of the things that, that I do instead of, you know, trying to focus on being in the present, because again, sometimes that's detrimental for me is fortunately I have some of those things that you described earlier. You know, I have a family, I have a business, I have places where I can put my effort and my thoughts in the moment and I can be there. I mean, it's really hard not to be in the moment when you have a five-year-old because they're just going all yeah. the time. And, you know, he's not taking naps now, and so he's always wanting to play. And, you know, his sister's 10 years older than him, so it's not like, you know, they got a close... I mean, they have a close connection, but not like she's not interested in the things he is, and she does a good effort, but then, you know, half the time it's, oh, Mom, Dad, will you come come down and play with me? And mm-hmm. so that really helps me. And I've been trying to dive more into that and being not a yes man, but like if he wants to play, I need to be there because that's something that pulls me into the present moment with him, Yeah, which is super important. And yeah. at that, at that point, I don't need to be worrying about the future and thinking about that right. stuff. I need to be in this moment with my son playing Yeah, because we don't know how often I'm going to get that opportunity. Yeah, it's good for him, man. It's good for you. Yeah, Both. absolutely. And one of the one of the things that I worry about personally is not being there, right? We, we were fortunate enough that both of our parents, for the most part, were around. I mean, Dad might come home late because he did was doing the same thing that I'm doing, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I am because of how my brain is and I have to consistently go and be doing things like that's something I think about all the time. So as far as being in the present, I try and do that with Dominic all the time. Now. Yeah. And that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I need. I think because that's where you need a five-year-old. I'll give you one. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I just need something else when I'm at home to you know distract me. 
Yeah, and because I because I have so many routes, I'm single, mm-hmm. and I have so many routes I can go. Like, there's too many routes. That's right. my point. There's too many routes I can go in my life right now. That's what brings a little anxiety. Yeah, I think the I think something that kind of would help reel that in a little bit is what whichever route you see that aligns with what you see your future looking like. Yeah, you know. And then put all that effort into that. Don't try and dabble into other things. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, you know, don't have hobbies and stuff like that, but give your max effort into the part that's going to take you to the person who you visualize in your late 80s, early 90s before you die. And then you look back and you go, did I go that route? And did I put, not only did I go that route, but did I put, the effort into becoming who I saw myself being. And sometimes that's hard because sometimes who we see us being isn't exactly who we need to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely like to have fun in life because I think life should be fun. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of how I toned down my anxiety. I did not taking life too seriously, but at the same time I do have, I do want to go in a certain direction, but I also want to have, you know, fun with this because, you know, you go right. around once and I want to look back and be like, okay, I had a fucking shitload of fun. Yeah. And I achieved my goals. Well, and I think that's why you and I tend to mix well because you have a better handle on the latter part of what you just said. Yeah. Whereas I have more of a emphasis on just being strict, going after what I want to go yeah. after and fuck anything else yeah you know there are definitely times where i forget i need to experience the joys in life absolutely because i'm so wrapped up in that Mm -hmm. and yeah i think that's partially why we have these good conversations like we do yeah because we can both feed off of the other yeah we're a good mix for sure so well that's all i got for this week you got anything else Uh, No, sir. Like and subscribe on YouTube if you're checking this out on video. Comment for sure. We love love talking to you guys. Or like I said, DM us on Facebook or Instagram at the Blue Collar Built Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.